Hi, I'm Laura Von Holt. And I'm Alex Gershney, and you're listening to Astrology Zoned, a Susan Miller fan podcast. Susan Miller reads the stars. We read Susan Miller. Hello, Alex. <laughs> Hi, Laura. Hello. Happy well, August. Happy August. So welcome to the heat wave. <laughs> Ooh, it is a heat wave. Heat it wave. Is. Yeah. Unpleasant. Um, yes. Well, you know, whatever. We're getting through the season of climate change. I know. I mean, yeah. why are why are we surprised? This yeah. is what's happening. Welcome the to this the coldest summer of our future. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> God, that's very sad. That's a meme I saw. So I can't take credit for it. I don't actually oh. think like that. I'm just re- I'm regurgitating propaganda on the internet for our lovely <laughs> listeners. So. I was going to say it was nice of you to give that person yeah. credit. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, I don't know. Thank you, dark parts of the internet. <laughs> um, so we made it to August. Good job, everybody. <laughs> yes. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, we have like so much to cover with Susan Miller, one of her like lengthiest announcements yet. Do we want to? Well, first of all, she was uh, just a couple days late, not just a couple days. Yeah, I think a very within yeah. like, but within her like normal range, like nothing extraordinary. Yes, and yeah. she actually posted on the website that she would be late. Yes, she was like letting you know like it's gonna be late. Um, yeah, I feel like for. When we get into those scrubs, I feel like for Taurus, I feel like she was back, like she had been on grand maternity leave and she like popped back in with some like real gems. But I don't know if it felt like that for everybody else. But for Taurus, I was like, oh, wow, Susan hasn't been like telling me some tales in a while. So wow, she felt like Taurus needed like, yeah, a personal it life was just story. like, I, it was, it was several, it was a life story. It was like things, like things I feel like I should like embroider onto a pillow or like, you know, memorable susan miller quotes like yeah just like solid life advice i think i mean that's something i might actually buy if she manufactured as opposed to maybe some of the other things we're going to talk about yeah so episode let's get into the note from susan miller it was full-on susan miller business woman also susan miller tech support um big time so the the it just started off like there was not really any preamble. It was just like the big announcement is that Susan Miller has released an NFT collection. And it is actually, Alex, does it have a launch date or is it just like you can just buy them now? No, there was a date when she said they would be okay. available. That's usually how that works. So I really yeah. forget the date. It's they're available now, I believe. Okay. So... She has an NFT collection, and there was a long explanation. There's also uh, the video that was on her social media. I felt very informative, and it was very well produced. I will say, um, I agree. To give you an idea of like how, because you're like, because wow, I was like, how's what is Susan going to have NFTs up like stars? Um, and it is she has partnered with the same artist who does the Susan Miller calendar. Yes, Isaac. Isaac. The new. Yes, and so there was a long, and he has made. So, wait, should I back up? Because I actually understand something about NFTs and, like, not everyone d- does. Okay, so. Please, give your okay, advice okay, and so I will give mine I, as the Yeah, consumer. I am in no way a disciple of NFTs, but I have friends who work in the business. So, like, just by hearing them talk about it, I understand. But usually when the NFT drop, a drop is, like, what a launch, launch is called. Um there'll be a drop of about 10,000 and they're like, ran- not randomly generated, but like, well, you don't always know which one you're going to buy. 
like sometimes you can just like buy one, like buy something and you will be randomly assigned um, which ones you don't always know. And then the deal is that then people go and trade them because they're looking for like the one they actually like trader by, by trade. I mean like buy and sell. Um, so Susan Miller has, there is uh, for each Zodiac sign, there are a thousand different images that are illustrated by Isaac and so, like, there'll be a thousand Tauruses, there'll be a thousand Scorpios. So, there's gonna be 12,000 total, which is like a very normal drop. And then, what she's doing differently, which this is the part that I feel is the smartest, is there's no cryptocurrency involved in the initial purchase. You can just use a regular credit card. So, she's partnered with someone named David, and they're using, um, they're using a certain service so that you, like, you as a Susan Miller fan can put your credit card, credit card number in and buy, you will, and you will receive, you pick the zodiac sign, but you'll receive like one Taurus NFT. And then, um, and, and then you, if you want to resell it later, then you have to go on OpenSea, which is where NFTs are current, like usually sold and you can like then resell it. Um, and that's how, just how they work. And so the ones that she's using are, she did not specify this, but they fell with, to me within the same range of a lot of NFTs, which are PFP, which is profile pictures. So a lot of times people like a very famous one is like bored apes. And that's just like these like kind of weird cartoon ape illustrations and so people pick so sometimes people pick one because they feel like it looks like them what's their personality or they just think it's the coolest one or has rarities which are like special traits and so like that's like you know it's like oh this one has a crown and like only 12 have crowns whatever like that is um so because these are illustrated faces on all of these and her nfts um they fall like within that kind of thing. So like, but, but for the, and Susan gave like the best user manual, I think for NFTs actually that I've seen on the internet, like she really did explain, like, you're going to buy it. You're going to put a credit card number and you're going to get this file. Then you are have to go and check later and make sure that it is on the blockchain and like assigned to you. And if you want to resell it, you're going to have to go on open. See, like she laid this all out. And then the benefit, like, so when people buy NFTs and they're excited to be part of like the community that has bought them, that is like the actual value that they are really selling is like your NFT functions is kind of like a membership, um, card or ticket into these exclusive communities. So Susan Miller already has a Discord server, and then there's another Discord server for anybody who buys the NFC, and you can go on there and chat. And then she's going to have like web and web. This whole thing is Web three. If you haven't heard of Web three, it's what it is. Web three, and uh, so you know there's supposed to be like special Web three events that she'll be curating, and there'll be experiences or like maybe there'll be access to like chats or whatever with her but that's going to be the benefit of owning this nft is that it's your ticket into these special web3 events um okay so that's like the basic function of like what's going to happen with it and like i said i think the smartest thing that she did is there's no crypto involved in it at the onset um which i think is smart because a just the process of buying crypto if you're especially if i don't know how many of her people who are going to buy these things are novice nft novices but like the buying the crypto and then and then being like, oh, wait, which kind of crypto do I need to buy this? And then do I have to, like, uh, not translate it? What's it called when you, when you exchange, when you exchange it, you know, and, and like, and gas fees are a whole other, like, it gets very confusing if you're not used to it. I think she did a smart thing by being like, you're just going to pay 199 US dollars. And later on, you can deal with, like, blockchain and crypto and all of that. Um, I will also say the 199 price, people might be like, oh, but, when I've seen other NFT drops before the what's called the crypto winter winter before crypto like started doing poorly, people that I knew that were doing NFT drops were probably dropping about ten thousand different NFT pieces, and depending on the value of Ethereum, which is one of the cryptos or whatever it was going for, but uh, but in one drop, which you would try to sell out in like a day because that was like a big hype, 
they would be making about two million US dollars is what it would translate to. And so that would be about the value of which if she sold all twelve thousand. So she's doing like a very standard, like high level thing. And she's working with like the right people for this NFT drop. It sounds like that. Yeah. This is very interesting. A lot of what you explained I didn't know. Uh-huh. One thing that stuck out to me is that you were talking about people like buying images that they they connect with or they feel like looks like them and I didn't understand that part of it at all because I was like I don't get it it's not like an avatar what's the big deal and Susan put this part in about how you get the nft and then you have this special access and she specifically said like you don't have it doesn't have to look like you you still get access and I was like why is she telling us this so that's very interesting so people are used to buying like things that they kind of like or they buy one and then try to trade for like one that they feel like looks like them or or they just think is cool like in the same way where like people put their avatar photos on like on twitter or instagram as like a cat you know like it's the same thing you're like I like that avatar for myself so I think we should get into the art and how like because like you and I were like my first thought was like what when I when I saw the headline of like Susan Miller is dropping these NFTs I was like are they going to be of stars like what are we doing here and now the artwork and her process for choosing how I mean I was you know it's like how are how is she going to make 12,000 NFTs like what is it and her process for getting to 12,000 NFTs that part is actually the dubious most dubious part besides the fact that this NFT which is just like a JPEG that you like kind of trade and sell on this imaginary blockchain with like with a high vol- like a high volatility market uh like some people claim it to be like NFTs a pyramid scheme because like it's an NFT you know it's a digital asset and like you don't you only own the copyright like as long as you own it, but you sell it, like these things are easily hacked. Like there's just a lot of dubious things to NFTs. And also, so like, but in her NFT drop, the most dubious part is how she got these 12,000 faces. (laughs) We should have guessed. Like it's so soothing for it to be that way. Well, I would also say we did call this and we looked into the transcripts of some of our podcasts. And at some point we were like, I was like, if she has ideas for NFTs, I can tell her. (laughs) And she should have called me. Maybe she could have used your ideas. So, because Alex, will it, you please explain the process of how she got these twelve? I, I mean, images. I'll try. You should, if you guys it, are really want to know, you should look at her video because I feel like the visual of like how these twelve thousand images got manipulated to be like to make twelve thousand different diff, different images. But just do the the faces part, Alex, and the scrap part. <laughs> okay, I mean, it was very, you know we know that Susan Susan likes when she drops something, yeah. when yeah. she creates a new product, she likes to tell us about the process, yes. and it often involves like a lot of research on her uh-huh. part, a lot of back and forth with her collaborators. Like, She's remember often the FedExing Lu- a lot the of Louis, stuff. yeah, the Louis Vuitton trunk was a lot of like FedExing images back and forth to France. Okay, so yes. So she decided she wanted to work with Isaac. No big surprise because she loves him and is always thrilled with the way the calendars are. And she says, in fact, art is Isaac's currency of communication. And so that's when she started. And she was thinking about the different physical characteristics that are go with each sign. And so she started this whole research process, like looking up celebrities and checking their sign and making sure it was like the exact right date and the whole thing. And so she studied all these faces and she f- says she found the cohesive threads that ran through all of these 24 character categories. And that's 12 signs times two, one for a man and one for a woman. She says, for example, I kept finding that Virgo and Capricorn men loved beards. Pisces women loved red lipstick. So this is like the kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. So then she says, 
I emailed Isaac 900 images. I mean, Isaac. I I mean, I'm just imagining the like 18 terabyte emails that are coming through. (laughs) Yeah, Isaac had to hire like a completely new person and build like a new server for this project. Susan, there's Dropbox, there's Pinterest. (laughs) No, she emailed Isaac 900 images, about 35 to 40 images for each of the 12 signs for men and women. So 24 total. And she says, that was the scrap I sent to Isaac. And then she provides a definition for scrap. And she says, it's the word that many artists use to refer to the visuals they use to inspire their own interpretations of the subject matter. Not a term I've heard. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. Um, so this was supposed to be Isaac's inspiration. He right. wasn't supposed to copy anything. Right. He's supposed, supposed to just, be inspired. Right. But then she also was holding about how, like, since the Babylonians, they they realized that certain facial characteristics or whatever went with certain signs. And, like, the thing that went through my mind was, like, okay, holy eugenics. Here. Big time. <laughs> like, yeah. Big time. And, like. <laughs> and then also, like, okay, this is really, like, gender binary. And also, like, the part of Susan Miller's brand that she really believes in is this, like, fashion illustration meets astrology like she's really committed to it and I'm I'm like I'm like you had 12 zodiac signs with like like you know thousands of years of history and characteristics and like events and places to draw from and you went with like like um you know okay so do you know have you ever this is actually what it looks like oh no no okay so have you ever seen those websites where you can like put a picture like I've seen people okay this is one of my friends baby showers is I put a picture of her and I put a picture of her husband and then I looked at like the 48 different face combinations <laughs> that like maybe their baby would look like but they're yes. all a little bit yes. like off it was the videos kind of like watching that <laughs> like, yeah I mean it Isaac, is kind of like watching Isaac that. has beautiful lines but like this is like kind of what that's like it's really weird and then yeah, she talks a lot about making sure it's, like, inclusive. I don't know. She told us that was important for the calendar, too. I mean, I'll never know, but... Um, it's, a, it's definitely it's inclusive, and, like, she seems to be trying to, like, include, like, a wide range of, like, skin tones, but it's very non-inclusive. It's, like, it's a very gender essentialist. It really is. Yeah. I mean, it's not too shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Did you understand the part of where she was talking about the Babylonians, and she said that It was kind of like because the Babylonians didn't know their children's rising signs, they would pay attention to the facial characteristics to, like, determine them. Is that what she meant? I I don't know. I was. I don't know. I was lost. Once she said Babylonians, I was like. This just this sounds like the ancient art of phrenology, where like if your forehead is less lumpier, then you have a better disposition. <laughs> no, it was a little disturbing. I didn't love it. Um, and then she also it seems to be like a big draw to her, which I guess in digital artwork it would yeah. be. But she yeah. was like, you can really like zoom in, and it's still beautiful and like looks good. Right, right. It's like she's like you're not getting like a. Uh, um a 15 pixels like you know really crappy jpeg um yeah it's gonna be really high quality your jpeg is really high quality yeah you're getting this great jpeg yeah i just okay i i'm very happy to hear your take on it Mm -hmm. my take on it as a potential consumer of Mm -hmm. it although 
that's really playing loose with potential consumer. Yeah. That's because I'm alive and have $199. Yeah. I'm a potential consumer, but I'm not getting one of these. Right. I mean, we barely will spend $11 on her calendar because we're like, exactly. shipping's too much. So like, you know, I don't, I would be very, Susan does have enough of a following. I think that like she might average out to be able to like sell these NFTs, but I would be very curious to know if like all of them sell or not. Like, same. And it was interesting to hear you say that this kind of like grab bag idea mm-hmm. is something that happens in NFTs because yeah. I, of course, not, I didn't know that. And then I read this and I was like, why am I paying $199 to get like one, one of a thousand images that mm-hmm. I'm not even going to see? Yeah. Yeah. And that's part of, that's supposed to be part of it. I am like, I don't know if that, I mean, I, I only own one NFT is because my friend drew it to look like me. So like, that's why had I got to it. Buy that. I had yeah. to buy that. But, um, yeah, I, that part has never really appealed to me, especially when they're just like regular human looking people. When it's like, if it's a mermaid, I'd be like, sure. Like, give yeah, it. you can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but when it's just like a regular human, I'm like, oh, okay, this one has a red scarf and look at those eyebrows. Must have been a Babylonian. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or like an intelligent Babylonian. Yeah. Or yeah. Like a sneaky Babylonian. I don't know. It's all very weird. <laughs> Um, but she's really excited about it. And so you pointed out that it will be interesting to see what the kind of like special access is for people. Currently, it looks like it's a special area of her discord channel. Yeah. Right. So, and that's also very, a very normal perk that like you get to, you either get a separate server or a special channel and that's where you're going to hear all the new information and she's going to release and she'll probably, I would imagine for, for Susan, like, one of the most famous ones and the most successful is the Board Ape Yacht Club. And, you know, like I've heard where they have like, you know, huge parties and like dinners on a boat, like concerts, like really like they'll hire like so-and-so to come perform, you know, like and so it's super hyped up like that. I would imagine for Susan, the kind of stuff you're going to get is like special access to her, especially like, like, you know, special clubhouse, something like, Mm. like calls information, like maybe you'll get your horoscope on time. And honestly, if she got her horoscope on time, that would be the best perk she could ever give, I think. So um, maybe that will be it. Wow. Maybe that will be it. Yeah, be it. She's like never going to give it on time for the regular people, the free, the free ones. But maybe like it'll be the one thing everybody wants is a, a timely horoscope from her. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know if that'll be it, but like, but anyway, I would imagine most of the benefits of, of, of having this NFT as a like ticket to membership is that you would have access to her. Right. Yeah. Um, also, did you enjoy when she was explaining NFTs and she was talking about like owning them and collecting them and yeah. she compared them to collecting Beanie Babies? Yes. Cause I was like, like, that's also the thing people use against them is like Beanie Babies lost all their value. That's a good point. Yeah, that's what I think. Like, yeah, don't compare them to that. That is a very good point. Yeah. Um, my friend Laurel pointed out, and happy birthday to her because she's a Leo. Happy birthday, Laurel. That that potentially the Beanie Baby comparison um, sort of reveals that a lot of Susan's readers are like in our age group. Yes. Yes, correct. I would imagine so. Yes. Yeah. I feel like our age and a little bit older because of some of her tech support. I feel like she's definitely speaking to somebody like maybe ten to fifteen years older. Right. That's yeah, true. And but and and I would cutting say out the like, crypto. Right. Exactly. And I would say like you know if you have been like heard of NFTs and not understood like how they why you would buy them or how they're acquired or what her 
primer on getting hers is like will give you a very good introduction to like what what's going on there. Not that you need to fill your brain with any of this. I really don't think so. Um, but I would say the thing that I think is the most relevant here is that, you know, Susan Miller basically invented the astrology internet because like astrology zone was like one of the first astrology websites. And she like immediately like sunk her teeth into the internet and was like very fearless and like adopting the internet for astrology. So I feel like it makes complete sense that she would also, and in, in, in like the late part of her career, she would also embrace web three. Like she doesn't, she's not afraid of technology and like using it to connect with her readers. So that makes the most sense to me too, is that she's like, of course she's going to have, um, she's going to make an entree into web three and blockchain. And I think like, I'm not totally sure on this, but of all the things that might come out and end up being used in the wider, the wider um, like public and industries, it's not going to be NFTs, but the blockchain is going to end up being something we all at some point interact with. Right. Well, Susan is on top of it. Susan's on the blockchain. Um, she's on the blockchain. Susan's in Web3. So it's not 1994 anymore. She's on, it's not WWW, it's Web3. That's or, right. She yeah. said, you know, no longer AOL days <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so that's the note from Susan Miller. I think we've pretty much covered everything. I do feel like someone should pay me for having all of this information for free in my brain about NFTs. I just absorbed it. I think so. Yeah. Susan, maybe. Susan, or maybe. she should reward you with yeah. an NFT. Yeah, I don't really want. So if those. anyone buys one, Please we'd love know. to know about it. Because if it wasn't clear, yeah. uh, we are not purchasing one. We're not purchasing one. I was not compelled to. Pur- I mean, I've been barely compelled to purchase. I can't. The <laughs> thing is, so she's got these NFTs drop. And then, you know, she still hasn't put. She left the 2022 year ahead calendar. She dropped midway through the year and still hasn't put it on sale. So I'm also like. I know. I well, mean, the, she has another ahead. seven. She's another seven dollar app. <laughs> like, right. Like, like, good for her, Susan Miller, businesswoman. I was like, I haven't been compelled yet to spend seven dollars on the app, so I'm not compelled. No, and this the way that she wrote this note, she put in the link to the NFTs like eighty five times. It yeah, was kind of that's impressive. Very, that was very Susan Miller. Yeah. Anytime she mentioned it, look here. Case you forgot, click here. But I just say the video on her social media is very well done, and and I think you know you should watch that if you're curious about what 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 these Babylonian faces are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very odd. Yeah. Um, okay, so Alex, should we get into the hot takes? Let's get into the hot takes. Yeah. I will say I felt like people were cranky this month. They were they were saying very mean things about how late she and like she wasn't even that late, but they were like. A little like, are, are people okay? Like they were like vicious about it. People were really vicious. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. They weren't even funny hot takes. They no, were just, there's like, people yeah. being mean. They're being mean. Um, the hot take that I picked is from an Instagram post where she announced that the horoscopes were up, and I picked this one because it was I felt so refreshing. Um, this person says, "Thanks for reminding me. I totally forgot." <laughs> Like that's so nice. Yeah. This this person was like, oh yeah, I forgot it was August, forgot the horoscopes might come out. They're just happy to have a reminder from social media. And that's why she does it for the fans. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I love that that person just even thought to post that as a comment. Yeah. Thanks, Susan. I forgot. <laughs> now I'll go look at them. Yeah. Well, one that was not very nice said that was she was complaining about um everything's late because Susan's doing all these other things. And she feels like Susan's saying like, Oh, I'm so busy writing. Cause I'm doing all these other things is like kind of a scam. Mm. 
And she said, open up a dictionary and Susan, Susan Miller's name is next to the definition of charlatan. <gasps> Burn. Oh, ouch. Right? Not very oh, nice. That's very nice. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, well, I'm pretty sure this person's not going to buy an NFT. Very sure. But, I mean, again, I'm curious. I mean, she has the – she has enough scope and following that percentage-wise she might – have a return on that invest on that NFT investment. But if the front part of her audience is just a bunch of people waiting every month for these free horoscopes. So, uh, but again, you and I are always confused by her business model because we can't really tell how like she's making money. So I don't know, you know, bless. And, and I think like if someone was going to partner with an astrologist for this, she is the, the right person because she would like take that leap. Like, Chenny Nicholas is going to be like, this is so unethical. There's no way I would do an NFT collection. <laughs> yeah, you that's know? true. Like, there's so many unethical. Like, it's such a scarcity mindset. It's such a privacy. There's like too many problems here. I would never. But, like, so, but Susan's the one who's like, I'll try it. <laughs> like, I'm yeah, and then she spins yeah. it as like, yeah. I'm so excited about the future of the internet. Yeah. Come join me. It's yeah. going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, congratulations, Susan. Yeah, I congratulations, mean, Susan and I and Isaac. Twelfth, I mean Isaac. Twelve thousand images is no small body of work. No, it's yeah. really not. And also, just sorting through Susan's nine hundred emails <sighs> is a feat. I mean, congratulations to Isaac on that. Yeah. yeah, I did like the iPad that he uses. That was like very exciting to see him on the iPad. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, like yeah. I said, his lines are. I thought he has nice lines. His illustrations. Oh, you're the art. You're like the actual art person. Are his lines nice or just the? Nice I don't know. Me? I mean, okay. it's, it's pleasing. It's okay, just, it's a very. I don't know. I think it's the kind of thing like you like that style or you're oh, right. Like, you like that. You, you, you like that like quick sketch illustration watercolor style or not? Yeah, right. Okay. I forgot I don't know we, about the value of it. But. I forgot that you have like actual degrees and stuff. So <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, Alex, is this good or do I? Am I just like it's not bad? <laughs> like, I think it's fine. I mean. Okay. The, you know, it makes a nice calendar. That it makes a like nice a, calendar. That sounds like such an insult, but yeah. I don't mean it that way. Yeah. Okay, so should we get into the horoscopes? Yes. Happy okay. birthday to Leo. Happy birthday, Leo. I also have to say that I know a Leo who will be coming into the world any day now. <gasps> I know. So happy pre-birthday to that little baby Leo. Oh exciting and and she's a little bit late but we think that she's just waiting for the full moon she wants the full moon in aquarius i know because she's such a leo <laughs> what a sm- yeah ah, right. right it's like okay like, being born not good enough yeah, i'm gonna make an entrance yeah exactly so that little leo is already leoing hard <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah. that's like leo all all planets yeah. all signs yeah yeah or leo yeah yeah, yeah. All, yeah. all planets in that baby's chart. Leo. Yeah, everything's coming up, Leo. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Leo, this is your August 2022 horoscope. And I thought it was very positive. I mean, Susan even says there is so much going on in August for you that you will need a scorecard to keep it all straight. I was like, wow. Yeah, so there's wow. a lot a lot of stuff yeah. happening. Yeah. Um. She did have to kind of touch back on the the new moon in Leo on July 28th. Right. Um, and so just wanted to like, she just kind of like wanted to recap. But um, there may have been, there were a lot of abundant benefits thanks to Jupiter. Um, and she said, if you didn't see anything, then you will see them in early August. So just letting you know 
Yeah. Yeah. I was very excited for you, Leo, because in just in the third paragraph, mm-hmm. you got the mention of the import export of ideas. I'm oh, so thrilled when I saw that. I was like, oh my God, congratulations, Leo. Yeah. Jupiter is an Aries, so you might develop important ties with foreign markets and strong international relationships. And she went the import export of ideas and then other things. But I was like, oh my God, I love it when we import export ideas. So great. And I just want to point out that the other things in that list, mm-hmm. one of them is spices. Yeah. And I Un- also, unclear. I know we still trade spices, but I think of it as such a, like old timey shipping thing, you know, but yeah, I mean, we still trade spices. Yeah, no, that's yeah. true. It's yeah. just it, yeah. very specific. Yeah. Um, But it just sounds like a lot of things she says some some Leos will benefit differently, but it does sound like all Leos are benefiting yes. in some way. So yes. that's very good. She um, was saying that publishing or broadcasting, then if you are in those, then this this will Jupiter and Aries will be a bonanza for you. And it will stay vibrant until May 2023. You may mm-hmm. you might publish a book that becomes astoundingly popular, sell a screenplay to a major movie studio, or design and sell a TV show that turns out to attract many more views than anyone anticipated. Wow. 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 And and another way that that could show itself is that you might decide to go back to school. Yeah. Higher education. Yes. And, and she uh, said, ask for financial aid or a scholarship. You have excellent aspects. And you really remember Susan told some story at one point, either in a horoscope or in Clubhouse maybe, where uh-huh. she went in somewhere and just demanded that was, a scholarship. That was a horoscope. It was for like the photogra- school of photography or something. She was like, I want to be here. And they were like, oh, okay. So she yeah. thinks you can do that. I did think it was good for like any Leos who are going to, who are going to like first year of college or whatever. Cause she says the 2022 default semester coming up now in the second semester in 2023 are likely to be exciting times for you. And you may even become life-changing. So like if you are just, you know, if you're a Leo, a Leo who's entering college for the first time or, go- or going to college this year at all, very exciting. And you might discover the kind of work you feel you were compelled to do that would be that you will be passionate about your entire life. And I was like, that's such a nice thing to say to people, you know, getting a higher education because that's like supposed to be the point of it, right? It's like right. starting something that you're passionate about. Yeah. Right. And it also yeah. could be like a time where someone who's doing that is feeling yeah. a little lost. Yeah. Yeah. So it might be nice to hear that. Right. Um, she does have a little warning about Uranus. Oh, yeah. You know, he's the planet of surprise. Yeah. And he brings unexpected things. Yeah. And he's potentially bringing you an unexpected challenge and something unanticipated. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, don't react impulsively. Think and react before you respond to whatever this challenge is. You can always take your time. But if you say something that you might regret, you can't take it back. And she says... As they say, once the toothpaste is out of the tube, you can't get it back in. I mean, that was a gem. And I want to say in Taurus, she had several lines like this. And I, when I read this one, I was like, I don't know. I feel like she, like, this is a new, she's like, she's kind of back on the game a little bit with like, with her Susan Miller wording and phrasing, you know, I was like, oh, great gem. Like, great gem. Like, we've had some like peach of a full moon, like, you know, like some golden sparkles, trines or something, but this was a great adage. I know. But yeah. here's my question. Gotcha. Do they, yeah. Do they say that? Oh, Alex, I don't know. The toothpaste okay. thing. Have I you mean, ever heard that? It sounded familiar, but I don't can't say it's a common expression. Like I can't I can't say that like I was like I can't say that my parents like sat me down at dinner and were like, don't say anything to your friends that you don't want 
you can't take back, you know? Do you think Susan was like constantly just like saying these adages to her children? Yes, 100%. I bet you like they're, they're, her children could publish a whole book of like things Susan has said like that. Yeah. Blessed. So blessed. These, these kind of sayings like remind me of like, like an older era too. Like I feel like TikTok and like things like they're like social media jokes that we all like, like you know, but like you don't get like these adages or like you don't really hear these things anymore. Like people aren't coming up with them regularly or referencing them. So like when something like this comes in, I'm like, oh yeah. Beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was a real highlight for me, yeah, actually. Definitely. So um, okay, well then in the next paragraph there's another highlight because she says she said that um one of the difficult aspects is that Saturn will oppose the sun. And, and conjoin the full moon. And this is a heavy aspect because Saturn's influence is icy and the sun is fiery and a blend of fire and ice is incompatible. And I was like, tell that to George R.R. R. Martin. Okay, like, wow. Ooh. Is this a Game of Thrones reference? I don't know. Um, but then she also said, Saturn conjunct the moon can make you feel depleted or not talented enough, which is absurd, but you may feel that way for a day, day or two. So if you're criticized even a little, you may go to pieces. Don't let anyone do that to you, dear Leo. And I was like, thank you. That's so caring. Thank you so That's much. That's so lovely. Have yeah. confidence, Yeah, Leo. yeah. Um, and she also was noting that, like, your home might feel too dark. Like, you're going to maybe having all these feelings. And she said, this is a transitory aspect, and you will feel better in two days or so. So, like, if you guys are having a rough time, Leo's, just, like, take a nap. And there, too, it'll be fine. Don't yeah. sweat it. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So those were some, so like the full moon isn't the greatest time of the month for you. Um, but there are some good things. She said, Venus will enter Leo the same day as the full moon. Um, and then Venus will instantly receive support from Neptune planet of unconditional love. Mm -hmm. Um, so that is a good thing. And if it's not about a quote love partner, it could be about a business partner or some kind of collaborator. Yes. And I also, she's also said Neptune in your eighth, eighth house will be sending beams to Venus, which could produce money for you, maybe a commission or a fee. And Neptune is tied to the arts. Um, so if you get an idea, you might make money from art, design, fashion, or entertainment. So that sounds like good. That then, sounds great. Yeah. Then she went on a big sales pitch where she was like, tell me how this is going for you. Find me on Discord. Find me on these apps. Find me on Twitter. Find me on Instagram. Like, find me everywhere. We're like, okay, I sales. thought it was very strange. My horoscope did not include these sales pitches. Yeah, she but she was reminding you that she's everywhere on the internet. The web one, two, and three. She's there. Yeah, all the webs. Uh, all the webs. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, so then she gets into career and she says, your career is getting fabulous reviews lately. Um so she says you're in a really great shape to look for a new job or ask for a promotion, talk to higher ups. Yeah. Um like promote yourself because mm-hmm. this is your time, Leo. Mm-hmm. Um she says do it and do it before August 20th because yes. then you're going to have to wait quite a long time for this to happen again. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, she was very like until October, like she kept talking about like a few future months and getting into things. She'll tell us later, but like, like you have a good time now, but don't wait. No. Yeah. From March also, until August 20th, you like, you've got to use it now. Yeah, and we yeah. are coming into Merc Retro. Merc Retro is coming up. Yeah, everybody. So have big heads up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she recommends potentially buying some new clothes because she says you're going to become quite a popular social butterfly, yeah. both men and women. Wow. Um, 
She says, so it's very important to mix and mingle, and this will be great for you and potentially good for your career. So make mm-hmm. sure to get your face out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't um, do that. You know, she says maybe go get Botox also, but maybe we'll just swing past we're just that. Gonna go, we're just going to run right past that. Okay. Yeah. Um, you want to get everything done this month because Mercury will go retrograde. That was another thing like TV, you know, electronics, all the usual warnings, just giving you a, a big heads up. Um, and then she was giving a pre-warning about October that after Mercury goes direct, Mars will go retrograde and that will increase supply chain issues. So like plan now, like client, like later on the year, clients might have a hard time making decisions. Things might be like slowed down. So she's just kind of giving you a heads up to like uncertain things will need to be worked out like now. Yes. And and then she goes into another sales pitch about her apps. Mm -hmm. It right in the middle of the Leo forecast. Yep. And then she finishes up with, let's look at the new moon on August 27th. And it was going to little light your second house of earned income and have you thinking of new ideas to make money, which sounded great. Um, You may have to, because the new moon and sun will be in a hard angle to Mars, you may have to delay an event you want to attend or a vacation. Um, But there's good news because the new moon puts Mercury at the head of the class. Um, so a friend may some, say something that lights your thinking and helps you find a new source of income. So, oh, and more good news is that Pluto is going to be in your sixth house of daily work projects, which will be friendly to Mars and Gemini. And so this new source of income appears to be a buyer who has a new project that will translate into fees for you. So like Pluto and Mercury and Mars are all going to be like working for you. And, um, they're going to be working in supreme harmony to help you in your quest to do good work and make more money. Oh, Yeah. I thought that was okay. nice. And then her final parting words, your efforts can lead to something special. So roll up your sleeves and get started. Wow, Leo, you've got some assignments. Yeah, some assignments. And to that baby girl, Leo, who's on her way, like, oh, girl, all you got to do is just get born. All you got to do is get born and yeah. make an entrance. And it yeah. sounds like she's on top of it. She's on top of it. I'm really, I'm, I'm not worried. I, tr- I trust her. Okay. Yeah, it's going great. <laughs> okay, great. Well, happy birthday, Leo. Happy birthday, Leo. Okay, so Alex, how's it going for Scorpio? Scorpio, this is your August 2022 horoscope recap. It's going okay. She really talked a lot about career, actually, um, and that it's a really great time for career. She's like, kind of like with Leo, she was encouraging you to, you know, ask for a promotion, do lots of great things. In fact, she said... um, don't take any vacation in like the first half of the month because that could be potentially when you're contacted for a job interview and you're oh, going to like want to yeah. be on top of it and not be away. Even though this is a very popular time for vacation for many people, might not be the right thing for you. Um, so she says the new moon in Leo that was at the end of July was great for your career. Um, so she says the new moon is going to help you advance your career. She says your star power is strong. So this is the time to do all the things and to like ask for other things at your job. Mm-hmm. Um, she did call that new moon a peach. Which <gasps> seems to oh, we got, really we enjoy. did get a peach. Okay, great. You said it was a peach. So, okay. um, you know, this is the time ask for your promotion. You are on top of the world Scorpio in terms of your career. Mm-hmm. Um, she also said, she talked a bit about money um, because some planets are like moving into your house of other people's money. Um, and 
she says, you're going to probably like, this is a time for you to like, look at your financial picture, think about your spending. It was a lot of kind of like practical advice. She told Scorpios again, like, look at your credit card bill for recurring charges that you might not want. Okay. I'm kind of feeling like she thinks that I'm not responsible because that's the second time she's told me to do that, which, you know, it's fine. Um, she said, if you're in the process of a divorce, um, you may encounter pushback and the conversation may turn contentious, even with your lawyer present to intervene. So just be careful about that. Um, but she said, also, you could be encountering some issues with your partner regarding like dealing with the pressures of inflation. Um, I mean, I feel like, oh, wait, that's me. I feel like that's the first time we've heard like Susan Miller, like economist. I mean, we get Susan Miller financial advice a lot, but yeah. Okay. That's true. And she really, she doesn't always tackle the present, Mm -hmm. you know, like present issues. Like she never talks Mm -hmm. about really current events. Yeah. Um, and so it's interesting that she mentioned inflation, but she said, don't stress out about it. Everyone is going through this. Like it'll be okay. But I don't really find that comforting, but you know, yeah. Easy for Susan to say she's now, you know, making all the money from the NFTs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? Okay. She talks about then Mars retrograde, not to be confused with Mercury retrograde. So Mercury retrograde is happening September 9th to August 2nd, but then Wait, not September, so soon. September 9th? September 9th to August 2nd. August comes after. Oh, sorry. October. October. Okay. I can't read my writing. That's fine. You did great. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but then you only have a few weeks because then Mars retrogrades for even longer, October 30th to January 12th. Ooh, wow. Okay. Yes. And she describes this in a very interesting way. She says, little Mercury is the Dennis, the menace of the Zodiac. And he looks up to his big brother, Mars. Mercury knows Mars is going to retrograde to go into a deep sleep in late October. So little Mercury has announced he's going to beat his big brother at a retrograde. Oh, I didn't know it was a race before. Yeah. They're apparently competitive. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Even though Mars is retrograding for quite a long time, Mercury is Dennis the Menace and is like getting in front of him and yeah. is like, mine's going to be worse than yours. Sorry. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Great. He wants to do it first and have it be like worse. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think so. Yeah. So she says, because we're going right from Mercury retrograde to Mars retrograde, you're likely going to have a very slow fourth quarter. So do all the things now. Oh, God. That, okay. I know. Do all the things now. Um, Then she talks about the full moon and she calls it troublesome. I hate to say. Um, And this whole paragraph, I made a note, planets doing stuff. Great. Planets doing stuff. Planets doing stuff. It's a lot of stuff. There's apparently a harsh aspect suggesting that some sort of unexpected news about your home or family will surface that you will have to address quickly. You're not going to see it coming. You're not going to be happy about it. Um, act fast. She says, don't waste any time, which is the opposite of what she told Leo, which was like, don't act fast. Think about what you're going to say. So you don't regret saying anything you wish you could take back. Oh. You don't have that luxury Scorpio. Um, what else is happening? Oh, she said on August 27th, you have a warm, encouraging new moon at four degrees of Virgo, your social 11th house of friendships. 
which I really liked because often I don't get the things about friendships. I get the things about fleets of cupids. Ah, and I was happy to have something about friendships. That's a nice Um, change. Yeah. She said, it's a moment to kick back, exhale and shake off the pressures you've been under lately, like with a friend. Mm -hmm. So I thought that would be nice. Um, She, you know, it just doesn't sound like the greatest month. I would say if you do have opportunities, Scorpio, to do things about your career, this like sounds like the time because not that much else is going on. And also if you don't do it in the next few weeks, like that's kind of it. Yeah. Um, I am always interested in the way that she defines the planets. Like, you know, I'm always obsessed with like surprise a minute you're on this. Like, I think it's interesting. And she is talking about Saturn at one point and she calls Saturn the planet that presses on all of us and forces us to face facts. Oh, I just thought that was interesting. I didn't know anything about Saturn. Yes, her characterization of the planets is often... Very personified. Like we talked about before, the way they it feels like they're really personified, like the in the way the pantheon of gods is like anthropomorphized. Oh, that's my word, but yeah, yeah. But I get yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, it's very interesting. Um, so I mean, I kind of wish you luck. It sounds like that full moon is going to be a real problem. Um, be really careful about Merc retrograde. Do not close on a house, buy property, or hire a contractor. But she does say. Um, you are going to have like a nice social period and you do get a chance for vacation at the end of the month. Again, don't take it in the beginning because it's potentially when mm-hmm. some job stuff can happen. And she says, take it, dear Scorpio, the vacation, presumably. After you, after all you've done this month, you deserve to sit back, read a good book and let cares drop away as you sip some cool and refreshing iced tea. Oh, so Susan wishes you re- relaxation and a cold beverage, Scorpio. You know, I feel like that's very like I feel like that's very practical and caring for a Scorpio. Like it's not like a heap of positivity. It's just like I hope you get to relax. I hope you get to relax. And I mean, here's, she often, yeah, acknowledges like, here, that Scorpios are yeah. crazy. Well, it's a little maybe tightly wound. That's fair. I'll own up yeah, to the title. Yeah. Around. And, uh, you know, she's like, also, there might be some tr- rocky Q4. So <laughs> have some ice team relax while you can. Yeah. Yeah. So best um, of luck, Scorpio, in definitely. August. Okay. Well, sh- let's get into Taurus. Um, Taurus, this is your August 2022 horoscope. Um, all right. So she leads off with saying that you have a lot happening in August. There are possibilities for impressive advancement in your career home and family news, time to travel and a chance for moments of breathtaking romance. Um, she did want to give you a heads up. The moon, new moon of July 28th might have given you opportunities to move, renovate and make repairs. And she was like, if you don't like your present home, but are worried that you can't afford anything else in the market, you may have better luck in August. And then she went into this whole story, which I feel like the best part of the horoscope was this story. And I feel like if Susan Miller, like, if someone's keeping track of her entire body of work and collecting like Susan Miller parables, this sounds, this sounds stands out to me as the same ones as like the, the luckiest day of the year when she talked about getting that apartment, you know, that she didn't think she had gotten. Mm-hmm. So this is, and this features, um, you know, someone who I think like a patron, a patron saint of Susan Miller. Um, who, I mean, I hope she's still with us, but I, you know, saints are sometimes dead, but, but I mean like a living saint, I hope like Dolly. Wow. Burton. Yeah. I can't um, wait. Is uh, So I'm just going to read you this story because I was like, wow, thank you. 
So Susan says, I remember when I was about 21, just out of college and at my first job at Time Life. Was I concerned about the cost of housing? I wanted to move, but assumed that would not be possible because like most people, I was not being paid much at my first job. I will never forget what my friend Violetta or Violetta, let's go Violetta. Violetta. Violetta said to me about my housing dilemmas one day. First, before I tell you, I will share a little bit more about Violetta. And I was like, oh, thank God. Okay, great. (laughs) Great. Because like, I don't care about anything else now. I only care about Violetta. She hailed from Argentina and spoke English with the most charming accent. And she spoke carefully with authority. She was only a few years older than me. And she ran the tiny Time Life Company bookstore. Violetta was quite tall, a striking young woman with six straight, long, glossy black hair. She always wore a poochy outfit. And I'm like, do you remember her signs? <laughs> but I feel like this is where it fits in like Susan Miller and her fashion brand where like she keeps dipping into like high fashion, you know? I agree. And I, Violetta yeah. sounds straight out of the calendar. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like Violetta is definitely in the calendar. Okay. So Violetta also wore, always wore a poochy outfit. Her store was carpeted dark with small spotlights that highlighted, highlighted various books. I love the store and it was right off the elevator on the top floor. I was always buying beautiful visual arts book during my lunch hour. Maybe these are things that she now used to like design her Louis Vuitton trunk. Like these are scrap. Yeah. She's collecting scrap. Yeah, exactly. Um, so she, and she, then she notified she was using her employee discount to, to get these books. That's what <laughs> oh, good. Money, okay. Right? okay. So Violetta and I became fast friends. Okay. So then we get Susan Miller or a is about to appear. Okay. Just let you know. So Violetta knew I didn't think I could afford to move to a new apartment. One day, she said to me in her characteristic modulated tones, Suze, her nickname for me, you must always have information. It is very important to have information. You cannot decide until you do. It is too soon for you to assume anything. And I was like, wow, Violetta, like, wow. Violetta has yeah. her head screwed on straight. Yeah. And Susan continues, she was right. So today I give you the same advice that Violetta gave me. Cast a wide net. Talk to a lot of people in the real estate business and to friends too. Read articles in the paper and online, web one, two, and three. (laughs) By the way, I did find a great apartment in a doorman building in a safe neighborhood in Manhattan that I could afford even on my meager salary. Don't assume you can never move, rent your first apartment, buy a house, afford a renovation, or buy new furniture. Assume nothing until you get information. Like, I'm on board. Susan Miller Oracle. I was speaking to like somebody with anxiety. I was like, wow. Assume nothing until you can get information. Like I need her to like crochet that onto a pillow for me or something. Crochet that onto a pillow. Embroider. Embroider onto a pillow. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. No, crochet. No, crochet. No, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I don't. The textile arts and I don't really know each other. <laughs> So anyway, sorry, Taurus, that was the first of an, of some oracle points for you that I was just like thrilled, like with that Violetta parable. <laughs> like, you know, that like, was great. Right, right. Assume nothing until you have more information. Wow. <laughs> and good thing uh, we have like Susan Miller to give us more information. <laughs> Look yeah. how that works out. Comes full circle. Yeah. Okay. So that was what she was telling you about like if the home stuff going on is the July 28th. New moon. So then she fast forwards to um, August 11th, the full moon, and it's going to switch attention to your career. So you Saturn will be tightly conjunct so that you might get a new position or a different role in your present company. And you will work very hard on this new venture and you can turn it into an enormous success. It could be your legacy contribution to your industry someday. 
And again, remember, she's been talking about, like, our 10th House of Honors Awards and Achievement, like, literally every time, again, with this. Um, something is coming to culmination and could bring a great deal of attention to you. Um, she also said Uranus will be at a hard angle to the full moon, so prepare for something to come up. Again, another oracle moment. She said, we cannot control all in life. You can only control the quality of your work and the way you react and respond to others. Like, what is a Susan Miller Zen master? Susan Miller, like Oprah. Yeah, exactly. This is like, oh, Susan Miller, Soul Sundays. Um, <laughs> wow. So, I mean, already, like, I'm only like two pages in and I'm like, I have received the best advice, advice I've gotten like all year. <laughs> like, yeah. You hit the jackpot. I, I feel really like did. I got kind of like boring horoscope. Leo got, Leo, Leo got a sales pitch. Yeah. You got Oracle. I got Oracle. Um. Uh, so she wanted to say that also with the full moon, um, there'll be something about Uranus and Pluto, this publishing and broadcasting will be good. Foreign people and places will sparkle brilliantly for you. And, um, a VIP will likely watch over you, make sure things work out in your favor. So, okay, guys. So the full moon, something might be a little hard, but it might be fine. Um, she also wanted to let us know that, um, there could be something that if you don't like your present job, you may experience an incident at this full moon that causes you to want to quit. You may feel this is the straw that breaks the camel, camel's back. You'll want to be impulsive and it would be hard not to be because Tauruses are patient and practical. So you need to see how you feel, but she was just warning you there might be like something sticky. Um, so then she wanted to let us know that Mars again is still will, will tour Taurus until August 20th. So, and that is a very good time to initiate new relationships in your business or your personal life or launch ventures of any kind while you have the support because it's been part of a two-year cycle and like we, it's very powerful. So like we have until August 20th to leverage this. Um, VIPs are likely to approve your ideas and requests and this is a very power, use this powerful period to your advantage. So get a lot of stuff done before August 20th. Um, once Mars moves into Gemini, your focus on money will be more intense. You might be spending more and perhaps you like in the new car or tuition. And she says, any lifestyle change is going to incur more spending, but just as the arrival of a baby would, those changes are worth it. So it's going to be like spending money for like something good, worth it that you need that, you know, will have benefits. Um, okay. She said you might be getting on the road on August 14th. She was talking a lot about August 14th. You might be getting on the road. Um, but also August 14th might be a day where you are you put your mind on the needs of your family and it may be that everyone needs you and you might not know who to attend to first or which way to turn and so might be feel like pulled in two directions um she said everything will feel the feeling fragile so take what others say to you with a grain of salt what you really need is rest rejuvenation nutrition and exercise this is very much like like grandmother susan being like just drink your water, hydrate, take a nap. Don't like, it's just going to be a rough spot. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. like Su Susan Miller, grandmother, Susan Miller, health coach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, um, okay. So then the full, the, sorry, the next new moon on August 27th, she said, if you are single, this would be the best time of the year to engender true love. And she spelled true love one word, which I just, some, something about that. I just, true love. Yes. She, true love. she does Not that. True it's very love, funny. but true love. I can't wait. True love. Which also, like, if that were sparkling rosé, I would buy it and put it in a can. So somebody do that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Susan. Susan. I can see this product for you. You can sell it with your tote bag full of things for a romantic evening. Yes. And it's called Susan Miller's 
true love. True love. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we have much better merch for her than NFTs, but she doesn't seem to be like taking this into consideration. Okay. Well, our merch is not related to Web3. So. Right. You're right. We are thinking very like old school practical goods. Yeah. <sighs> I guess she doesn't want to have a physical shop. It's true. She can earn a lot more money having digital projects. Products. A, a physical shop is a lot of management. You need like a whole other person to run that. I mean, I'm available. Yeah, right. Exactly. 100%. I mean, Violetta. Maybe Violetta could run the shop. <gasps> right. Susan, are you listening? So many good ideas here. So many good ideas. Okay. Anyway, Uranus is going into Taurus. It's going to make you creative, even genius, and transformative. Um, you might, uh, she definitely wants you to take a distant trip, or if you're single, you should go to a beautiful location or a resort that attractive singles are known to frequent. And I'm like, that just made me be like, I don't, where is that? Like, it sounds like like when people are like, oh, I, I summer on the Riviera. <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, what? Where? Like, Cabo? Like, I don't, where do I go? <laughs> like, I don't even know where that is. <laughs> I was going to say, like, tell me where it is. Yeah, tell where me are the attractive people? Yes. <laughs> go, go. Um, but the reason why she said you want to go to this place, and this is, again, Susan Miller Oracle. Um, she, like, she wants you to go to a beautiful location. As the artist Renoir, Renoir, Renoir. Why does that sound weird? As the artist Sounds Renoir famously, famously said, if you want to dig for diamonds, you need to go to a rich field. Did you fact check that one? I did fact check that so one. Sure. The Scorpio, see, I'm not a Scorpio. I'm not going to fact check these. I'm just going to be like, oh my God, beautiful, beautiful word gems. Thank you. <laughs> did Renoir say that? <laughs> Alex is going to fact check that <laughs> right, mean, right now. <laughs> I hope he did. What was I hope he did. But I, if you want to dig for diamonds, you need to go to a rich field. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm into it. I mean, I also just felt like this is good advice for, like, anything. If you're, like, you know, if you need inspiration, you got to, like, get all your scrap. You got to, like, have a lot of stuff available to work with your genius and creativity. That's true. Yeah. Um, okay. Of course, the first result is Susan. <laughs> this is com. Yeah. Wow. Um. Notice this is the second month in a row that she's talked to you about diamonds. Oh, I forgot. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's something she's feeling a connection with the Taurus and re- diamonds. Yeah. I mean, I'm ready. Bring more diamonds. All right. Well, so I'll finish up while you fact check that. So far, this seems to be a Susan Miller toothpaste <laughs> and Susan Miller special. Susan <laughs> Miller special. Um, she, so she also was said that September will be a good time for you to hit the road, um, because Venus will be in Virgo. So anyway, just if you're going to take a trip, she thought maybe, and then she ended with a, um, very good reminder that Mercury, um, will be going into retrograde September 9th to October 2nd. And sometimes something good could come up as a result of Mercury retrograde. And she said, here's an example. This could mean that a person you love but got away may come back to see you if you both can rekindle the relationship. That's your call. But if you still love each other, I think you should give things a try. One dinner and you'll know if you want to go further. Um, and that was that was pretty much it for okay. the Taurus. I mean, the Violetta story was just worth everything, I think. But, like, let's just do a recap. She had Violetta telling you that um, that – it is very important to have information you cannot decide until you do. It is too soon for you to assume it, to assume anything. So assume nothing until you get information. That was the first Oracle. Then she said, we cannot control all in life. We can, you can only control the quality of your work and the way you react and respond to others. Great. 
Um, and then we had this unfact checked line quoting Renoir. Yeah, I'll have to do some more research. So far, though, I have learned he apparently did make quite a lot of like pithy remarks. But All right, this so one he's I really he's like an yet. Oscar Wilde. Well, he said, "If you want to dig for diamonds, you need to go to a rich field." I mean, I just so many. Wow! Like, wow! Like Taurus, I don't even know. Like it's just a good month because we got a Violetta story. I feel. I I mean that you win. Yeah, that wins. Violetta that wins. wins. Violetta wins. Yeah. Uh, so that's the horoscope. So yeah, overall, Alex sounds like she's um, she is po- like you know sounds overall good. Maybe some rough spots mid month for everybody. Um, yeah, maybe that full moon is not bad. Yeah, yeah, and we're right around that full moon it might be a little bumpy for some people, but um, she's in good shape. And uh, I mean, what's she gonna launch next month? Like she keeps being like, here's an app. Here's a there's a your head calendar. Your head. Guide. Here's what could she possibly? Yeah, it's every month. It's something. I I really when I saw the NFTs and I just opened the note and I saw NFTs, I was like, wow, we are really doing this podcast at the right time. Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. Um, yeah, what will she launch next month? Who knows? Will it be something we actually? I mean, I would just when will we want to buy it? I want to be something that we want to buy. Me too. Like we almost bought that fizzy water, and we thought that was that was just the beginning. It turns out we had no idea what we were in, we in had, for no. after CBG water. No, no idea. Wow, wow. Um, well, well. I mean, thank you everybody for listening. Please tell us if you buy an NFT. Please email us at astrologyzoned at gmail And if you want to just give us a lowdown on what it's like to be in the Susan Miller Web three, like please let us know. Um, otherwise you can tell a friend and you can find us and a transcript for the episodes at astrologyzoned.com. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thank you. Have a good month. <laughs>